Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, and welcome into another podcast, a sparkling new podcast, the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio in the podcast dojo every single day, no days off. I'm on drugs right now, man. And Danny, I want to start by saying thanks to Angelo, who was on yesterday's podcast, Angelo Cataldi, who... I love talking to these radio guys. I, I might be the only one, Danny, that enjoys this. I don't know if anyone else likes this stuff. I am such a radio loser. But Angelo's been doing this for 30-something years in Philadelphia. And some of those stories he told, if you didn't hear the Friday podcast, he told a story about going to the NFL draft with a bunch of listeners in a party bus, and they picked up a homeless guy because they were a, a listener short. So they just picked up a guy off the streets of Philadelphia and took him to the NFL draft. And, uh, and, and he's banned for life from the NFL draft, which is. Oh my gosh. Outstanding on many levels, Danny, but uh, I just love the stories and he's retiring from radio. And I thought this would be the perfect time to get Angelo on because the NFL is wrapping up next weekend with the Eagles in the Super Bowl And, He's had the Eagles coach on his show. The Eagles coach called him out by name during these playoffs, Danny. Nick uh, Sirianni, the Eagles coach, was uh, so upset with Angelo's criticism, he named him, which I thought was amusing. So it was some good stories there. Yeah, outstanding, really good. Make sure you download that from yesterday. Yeah, and today on the Saturday podcast, this is the calm before the storm as we have uh, big travel plans for Danny G. I know he'll be in Arizona all week for the Super Bowl. And uh, I, I might make a cameo appearance, Danny. I do not know yet, as of right now. I do not know whether or not there will be a cameo appearance by me. But I, I do have family in Phoenix, so I might I might cru cruise over. Maybe I'll fly in for the day. I have no idea. So we'll find 
Yeah, I'm hearing rumblings that the fifth hour might be broadcasting live from Radio Row. What? Now, that would be awesome. We've never done a live a live podcast. So that'll that'll be really cool. We'll see see how many people listen live, and then they can go back and listen to it later. It'd be awesome. All right. Anyway, on this uh, Saturday podcast, we've got the line cook, bring your breast, the frugal baker, and some other things that may or may not pop up. We've got pop goes the culture, scientifical back scratcher. So there's a lot of content. We'll dive right into it, and I'll begin uh, with this. Uh, we had a a big family get together at the Maller Mansion last weekend, and I was deputized. I was I was deputized as the uh, man in charge of the cooking. So my father-in-law, my uh, my my stepmother-in-law, my uh, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, her kids, uh, everyone's hanging out. We're having a grand old time at the Maller Mansion. But I spent pretty much the entire day driving around picking up groceries. Because I'm now in my my spare time, Danny. I'm a I'm a line cook, and so we were making uh, cheesesteak sandwiches, the Mallard cheesesteak sandwich, for no apparent reason. But I, I there's, there's only a few things I know how to make on the griddle. So I was I, I got all the, the the proper meat, the cheese, the uh, everything, bread, and uh, and just like Tony Bruno taught me, an authentic South Philadelphia guy, Tony Bruno. So I got all these all these different items. The, uh, the the bell pepper, the onions, everything. So I, I'm preparing the meal, and pretty much the entire time my my in-laws were over, I was making cheesesteak. I don't make it fast enough, though, Nanny. Uh, this is a criticism that my wife has that she I, – I can make them like two at a time, but she wants me to make them all at the same time. But I, to make – see, I have high standards. So I feel like if I make them all at the same time, most of them will be pretty good, but one or two of them is going to be like crap, and I don't want to do that. You know, so I, I make them two at a time, which is not not ideal. Uh, but I pulled it off and was pretty pretty exhausted by the end of that. You know, there were less than less than a dozen, but I'm usually just cooking for a couple people, so you know, yeah, you, you add on more yeah. and the trying to get everything perfect. You know, you don't want to poison your your family. You try not to poison your family and all that stuff. So, um, so it was a full day of of activity. And then, uh, you know, I, you know, after that, we 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 turned into to Benny the Baker and all that. And uh, we'll we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, the the bring your breast is that is that X rated? What is that all about? <laughs> Are do you mean bring your best or bring your breasts? I don't know. Either one. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> Well, it's funny because uh, a couple weeks ago, Covino actually said on the air. And, and you're in a relationship or whatever. You want to be happy in that relationship. And you want your partner to be happy, too. So I'm just saying, try to bring your breasts. Your breasts. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, they I mean <laughs> yours are looking great in that, uh, that shot, Covino. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you really brought them. I got moves. That's uh, terrible. Bring your breasts uh, and your best to the uh, situation you at know, all costs. Uh, I think he meant bring your best. In this case, though, this story, it is breast. Or breasts oh, really? with the S at the end. Okay. Yes. Last Saturday, decided to go ahead and take the Tinderoni out for a date. So I said, let's go to Barnes and Nobles, walk around. We could hit up the coffee shop, get dessert there. And she said, yeah, that's a good idea. So 
we parked at the shopping center nearby, which had the movie theater there and the Barnes and Nobles right next door. So we walk into the movie theater just to kind of double check their screen they have inside the touch screen where you can look at showtimes. So we're waiting our turn and in front of us are two girls and one of them turns around and talks to my wifey and is asking her about, you know, how many previews there normally are at this nice theater. This is the this is the fancy theater in our town. This is the high end theater right here. The high end. Yeah, they actually you press a button at your chair and they come serve you with a waiter. Okay, oh. and and they bring you popcorn in a big dog bowl. Arf, arf, arf. Oh, okay. Well, I like yeah. the dog bowl thing. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty it's cool. Like, it's like dinner and it's dinner and a show type deal. Is that kind of thing? I know you've been to a theater that has nice seats. They have really fancy seats. Yeah. So and their ticket prices reflect this because they're probably I don't know five six dollars more than the theater down the street but it's worth it so we're like ah let's go in there we'll hit the touch screen see if anything is worthwhile and the girls in front of us you know she's talking she's mid-conversation with my wifey and my wifey tells her about the button at the seats and the the popcorn in the dog bowl and we're both looking at this girl like as she leaves we realize ben that this is a big time actress from the popular HBO show, The White Lotus. Oh, really? She played the character Portia, and she was as nice as could be. Right, hold on. Let me look her up here. Hold on a second. Okay. Let me see. Yeah, Portia, The White Lotus. All right. I looked it up right now. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it as we speak here. Let me see if I... Uh, let's see. I see the TV series here from 2021-2023. Season two of White Lotus. Season two. All right. Uh, what do you know? What her characters? Uh... Uh, yeah, her character's name is Portia. Oh, Portia. You said that. Hello. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. So, I think P O R T I A. If I'm correct. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Haley Lou Richardson. Is that yeah. the right name there? Oh, look at that. How about that? It's, it's a small world after. You don't get that in in uh, in. Sheboygan. You don't get that in Sheboygan. She was really nice and uh and and really pretty in person. Um, and she's set some fashion trends because of her character on that show and the way she dressed. A lot of kids, a lot of teens are dressing to mimic her character, to copy, because she wears these big, thick colored sunglasses. And ever since that season of the White Lotus, there's been teenagers walking around our country wearing her style oh okay uh it says uh she's from phoenix you want fun facts i got fun facts danny she's from <laughs> phoenix uh she moved to la at the age of 16 how about that so she's wow. she's been doing this for a while now and uh yeah oh look at that all right so she was cool she was nice she was really cool and you know we don't we saw the movie that she was late to and we're like yeah it was like a chick flick so we keep looking, nothing good at the time we were looking for. So we said, ah, we'll, we'll see a movie some other time. So we continued walking to the Barnes and Nobles. Now, if that was the only interaction we had that night, Ben, it would have been cool because we met Portia from the White Lotus. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But unfortunately, there was interaction with one other lady that night. <laughs> 
We, uh, was it was it a panhandler? <laughs> not sure. Okay. But you you could tell me because now we're walking around. We're looking at the books. You could smell the the aroma of coffee coming from the the coffee shop inside the bookstore. And my girl tells me, "Hey, uh, we could go into the kids section and look for some books for our you know our baby yeah. boy." Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I told her, yeah, it's a good idea. There's obviously a lot of classic books that you can start adding to your collection while you're expecting a kid. You little weasel! And that's a fun section of the bookstore anyways, as you know. Yeah. So we go into the kids section and we're having fun. We're walking down memory lane. She's like, oh my God, remember this one? And I'm down on the other end and I'm showing her a classic book from our childhood. And it's awesome. We're having a good time in there. But there's this lady sitting at the little table inside the kids' book section. She has her laptop open. She has a coffee cup. She has a pen holder down. She has set up shop. I mean, it looks like you've seen this inside Starbucks where people take over an entire table and they make it their workstation. Yeah, yeah, they move in. Yeah, right. This lady moved into the children's book section there at the bookstore. So it was odd looking. I didn't know if she was an employee doing inventory, but it quickly became clear that she was not an employee because, and I'm going to call this up on my phone, Ben, because I made my girl write down exactly what she said and she texted it to me. What did she say? As the two of us are walking past her, points to my wifey, and we're not that far from her. She points to her and says... Oh, I like your breasts. <laughs> and we both stop in our tracks. Yeah. She pauses, looks at us, makes eye contact with my wife, and then says, so sexy. Now, did you did you say, hey, uh, well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. My breasts are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then she finishes it by saying, good for sucking. Wow. How about that, man? That's uh, She's got no shame in her game, huh? This lady was about 50 years old. Oh, boy. All right. Did she and notice, did she notice that the, there's a there's a bun in the oven there? Did she notice that at all, possibly? No, no. no. The God. outfit that my girl had on, you couldn't see a lot of the belly, but you could see a lot of the breasts. Right. But it was like a sweater. They were covered. But, you know, you could see she had boobs. (laughs) Sure. Um, sure, But this 50-year-old lady, I mean, we came to the conclusion that she must have been, like, special? Yes. Uh, Yeah, was she drinking? Did she smell like alcohol? No. But the fact that she was set up inside the kids' section like that at the table, we thought, oh, there must be something going on with this lady. She just, you know... Must no, no filter. She made like on the spectrum or something like that. Like she's yeah. Of- that's what we decide. I mean, we didn't know what to do. Um, you know, she, we didn't feel threatened, uh, so we weren't going to go complain to anybody. Uh, like this generation would, they'd go cancel her. Well, yeah, you should have called TMZ. You're never going to believe this, Harvey. You're going to hear what happened, man. I, we were at this bookstore and this woman. I mean, my God, what are you doing all week long, though? Uh, whenever I would like see her in the kitchen, I just would look at her and I'd say, good for sucking. <laughs> uh, 
uh, it made for a good story. So there is that. It made for a good story. It was good for sucking. There you go. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, now, my my wife recently got me a very yummy treat. Uh, we were out and about running errands, and she presents to me in this really nice box a, uh, a sugar cookie. I think I might have mentioned this in passing on this podcast, but a, a thick frosting i'm a big frosting guy danny on the on the cookies okay cupcakes and cake or whatever i'm all about the frosting. so there's like a sugar cookie you know whatever and it's got thick frosting that's my favorite the frosting's wonderful but she wouldn't tell me how much it costs right she wouldn't tell me how much it costs and uh it was from i don't know if you've been to this place this uh, crumble bakery it's a place out of utah there's like a chain of them there. they're around yeah yeah actually there's one not far from my house and we went there for the first time back in december yeah, so they're pretty good, right? They're pretty good. Uh, it's a kind of a you know more of a high end, you know, not too expensive, but for my taste. And uh, these things are like potato chips, right? I mean, they're they're big, but you're like you got to you want to have more and all that stuff, and you can't really just eat one; you got to have part of another. And uh, they became addictive, and so. But I'm you know I'm kind of a tightwad, and so I, I found out how much they cost these cookies. Yeah. And I'm like, holy, holy shit balls. You got, I mean, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, I like it, but I don't like it that much. And then it was like four or five dollars or whatever. I think maybe even more now. Um, and so I kind of like, oh, that's I mean, they're tasty, but I don't know if they're they're tasty anymore. So I decided, Danny, that I was gonna save the family some money. Oh so, boy. So I, I did some digging, I did a quick thumbnail search. And I was strolling around the dark web, and I found 
a copycat recipe for this particular cookie because this was the one I really liked. That was a night to remember from the cookie. So as I, I found a copycat recipe and I went to work. I went to work and I became the frugal baker. Now, I had a couple of assistants in the kitchen. I had my niece and nephew who were hanging out. Now, they're, they're little you know kids, like you know five years old and, and three years old. Perfect for slave labor. Oh, yeah. They're, they're great. But I did notice that they do not like my style of baking, Danny. The kids do not enjoy. I'm very methodical. I'm very surgical. And I, I like follow the recipe exactly, right? I'm a douchebag when it comes to cooking. I admit it. But I'm like, this is a big deal. These cookies are really expensive. I can make like 16 cookies for the price of half of one cookie pretty much with all the ingredients. So I was like, I'm going to go for it. And um, my, my niece, God love her, she, she decided that the recipe that I was doing needed extra sugar. And so she just wanted to keep adding sugar. Don't! Yeah, and like so, I I wasn't like looking, and sometimes she just like grabbed the sugar, so I had to move the sugar away, and all that, and uh, and then they kind of got bored because I think they just wanted to eat; they didn't really want to like do the actual like methodical part of it. But anyway, uh, it had a happy ending. Uh, made the cookies, made the frosting, put put all the thing together, and it absolute nailed it, Danny. I nailed it. It was great. The frugal baker. Pays off, so no longer four or five dollar co- cookies. Now I did realize, though, I'm gonna have to do some recon to find out what other cookies I like. So occasionally, I'm gonna have to go in to the bakery and uh, to to the Crumble Bakery and figure out what other cookies I like. But this one's great, and so I'm very proud, Danny. Saved a lot of money, ton of money there, and uh, these things are great. And the key on that almond extract. That's the key, Danny. Almond extract, that is the key. For your recon, you're in luck because they are having a two-for-$18 special <laughs> for the rest of the month. Yeah, limited time only, yes. Uh, yeah, for the for the more, uh, the, the more cost-conscious uh, consumer of cookies. So we have Pop Goes the Culture, and that means we need to play the opening tune from our guy, Ohio Al. All right. Thank you for that, as always, Ohio Al. So these are some of the stories that we did not talk about. At least maybe you did, Danny. I don't know. On our show, the overnight show, we didn't talk about it. I don't know if you guys, Covino and Rich, your your guys talked about this. Uh, I'm very excited about this story because I've often kind of gone back and forth, sparred with my wife about her obsession. When we're going out to eat, if we're in a place we're not familiar with, she loves going online and looking up reviews of restaurants. And my position has always been, that's a lot of bullshit. Like if I owned a restaurant, I would put some really nice reviews on there and I'd get my friends and family to do it. So I don't know if I really buy the reviews. I'm very skeptical about that. But she says, no, no, this gives you a good idea. Kind of tell you what, what's good, what's not, you know, she's, she's really into it. My wife. So, Uh, I bring this story up in Pop Goes the Culture, the number one restaurant, number one 
the number one restaurant on TripAdvisor in Montreal, kind of a big city. They had a major league baseball team there for a long time. It's a big Canadian city in the French-speaking part of Canada. Uh, so the number one restaurant in that city, in Montreal, and I'm not going to even try to say the name because it's a French name, and God knows I don't know French. Uh, but the restaurant's the number one spot on the travel app, city rankings. But unfortunately, it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> it it's it's number one on this uh, this TripAdvisor, and it it doesn't uh, it does not exist. And so, of course, how is that possible? Well, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because the uh, the website this uh, this story on the CBC they went into it they kind of went into detail uh and so how is it possible uh they they're even reviews where they said very high ceilings there's photos of it uh and all this stuff well they they eventually took the page down the, the CBC in Canada investigated this and they got a response from TripAdvisor they said the uh, they responded by saying stunts like this that create a fake restaurant listing arc. They said uncommon and do not share the characteristics of genuine, you know, fraud. They said, so I guess somebody like this is a gag. They made it up. And this place had 85 reviews, all of them giving five stars. <laughs> and it was, it was the number one restaurant in Montreal in uh, Quebec. So it's like the five star podcast reviews we get. <laughs> Exactly. Why can't we? How do we set this up, Danny? We need to get. Are those bots? You think? I don't know. Oh man, that's that's hilarious, man. What these guys have a high ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Number one out of three thousand six hundred seventy-eight restaurants in Montreal, and it doesn't even exist. (laughs) Imagine you own some French bistro, and you're like, "Wait a minute! I mean, we actually serve food here." Uh, Man, all right. Here's the deal of a lifetime on pop culture, Danny. Uh, You're in prison. You're locked up. You want to get out early, Danny? How about this? Uh, if you give us an organ, we'll let you out a little early. How about that? A few months early. Does that work for you? You said what now? Yeah. If you give up part of your insides, we'll let you leave a little earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what part? <laughs> uh, this is out of where else but the Commonwealth. In Massachusetts, there is a bill that would cut prison time for organ donations. Now, critics of this are saying it's unethical and depraved and all that stuff, uh, as you you might imagine. But this new legislation that's just been proposed, it's HD.3822. It's in the State House of Massachusetts. And it says incarcerated individuals could save two months to one year off their prison sentence in exchange for bone marrow and organ donations. Yeah. Yeah. The girl was waiting for me on the outside, Ben. I would show up with roses and she'd be like, what are you doing out? You had a year left. And I'd be like, oh, baby, I gave up a kidney to come see you. Yeah, you you better make this a magical night because I only have one kidney. So <laughs> you better take care of me here. Wow. that's not, I, I've heard urban legends. I don't know if it's an urban legend or not that in uh, China, I heard years ago that this kind of thing, where they don't even ask you, they don't give you a deal. Like certain poor people in China, they just like they just take their organs. There's like a whole black market. Racist. 
for organs, which is which is sad and depressing and uh, and all that. Now, could you do this for other things? Like, if you get a lot of traffic tickets, could you could you give up? What could you give up? Your hair? Could you shave your head and donate that to a charity? Like, what's uh, how much how much time off of jail can you get for different things? Is there like a menu you think, Danny, on this in this bill? Where depending on what organ you get a full year, but if you only give like, what would be only a couple of months? I know some people that would like to, uh, back in the day, would have liked to trade to get out of a DUI. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, hey, help me those out. Are, those are expensive. Aren't those ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. 20000 bucks, man. It's wild. And you got the the Uber thing. And these days, back in the old days, you didn't didn't have that. You had to get a taxi, which was a, a thing. Now, you know, I guess we're getting older, Danny. I'm not up on all the internet challenges, but here's one that has caused some problems. You see this story this week in Mexico where 15 kids in Mexico, I don't know if you would say kids, they're older, but they were treated after they took part in an internet tranquilizer challenge. Oh, stupid. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. So the way this works, I understand, is the challenge was to see who can stay awake the longest after taking the the tranquilizer. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. But let's get the Tide Pods up there as well and some of the other bullshit. Uh, that's, uh... For a real challenge, they should have put your live show on in the background. <laughs> yeah, how dare you. Uh no, I thought these kids were older. It, it actually is – they're grade school students in Mexico. So these aren't even – I thought they were kind of older college-age kids, but no, they're grade school students in Mexico, and they were taking part in this thing. This happened on in Monday in the in the north-central part of of Mexico. and That's old enough to drink Tecate there, so. I guess so, man. Who's the jackass that comes up with this? Like, this is a good idea. It's uh, we'll get some clout online. What could go wrong? So they say if you take tranquilizers, kind of obvious here, but you you're not supposed to take them without medical supervision. They uh, obviously cause you uh, drowsiness, but nausea, difficult with memory and uh, breathing issues. I'm a doctor, allegedly. So uh, there is that. Uh, Sounds like pregnancy. (laughs) There you go. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Pop goes the culture. The Kremlin is trying to change a name. Uh, there's a town in Russia called Volgograd, I believe is how you pronounce it, Volgograd. Who? And they want to change the name back to the much more famous name, Danny, you probably have heard of, Stalingrad. They want to bring that back from back in the, the old days when the, the badass Soviet Union, the uh, they were the rule and the roost. Trying to scare motherfuckers. I guess what's uh, isn't Bombay India doesn't exist anymore either. Is that correct? Didn't they get rid of the name Bombay? Yeah, they got rid of it. I know this is it's not obviously in Russia, but for some reason I thought of that when I saw this this headline Stalingrad. Uh, they may may bring it back. Uh, Pop goes the culture. This one this one's been bouncing around for a while. I guess it's actually going to happen. Netflix is really going forward. This seems like a really bad business decision, but they're going to stop password sharing. And they've, they've got a very aggressive plan here to end the rampant password sharing. And this has been speculated about for a long time, but they've come up with the plan. They've got new rules. Whatever device a user is using Netflix on must log in on their home Wi-Fi network once every 31 days or else or else their account will be blocked. That's such a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, it's 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 bull crap, too. And here's why. Right. It's 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 rather when Netflix started, what was the advantage of Netflix, Danny? It was, hey, we're fighting the the man at cable and this is a way to save money. And you get all these programs and it was like new and it was different. And now they're just becoming as despotic as the old cable companies that so many people, some people still have, but a lot of people have moved on from that. It's not right, man. Yeah. Greed is a disease. Yeah. It's a monster. It's like Frankenstein's lab. Netflix started out as this small little company that blo- the famous story, the blockbuster video could have bought. And then they, they, they didn't do it. And then Netflix kept growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And now they're, now they're the assholes. They're the, uh, the skunk at the garden party. That would be Netflix. Uh, we'll get time for a, for a few more. The uh, clout chaser. You see this story out of China, a woman trying to get likes online. She ate a great white shark. She bought it online. She ate the thing. And they don't, they don't like that in China. You're not, you're not supposed to eat the great white shark in China. This is a food blogger 
And the Chinese government has charged her with illegally buying, cooking, and eating a great white shark. All of it documented on TikTok. Now, last week we asked the question, what did whale taste like? Remember? Oh, yeah. We had whale. Uh, we, we talked about kangaroos last week. You remember? Yeah. That? Yeah. Great white. Racist. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it tastes like. Obviously, uh, the 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 food blogger initially spent one thousand one hundred forty one U S dollars, seven thousand seven hundred Chinese dollars. The, the yen. Got the info for you. Depending on who's doing the dining, shark meat tastes like chicken or roadkill. Hey, there you it's go. It's meaty and mild, but it has to be soaked well before it's eaten. Because sharks urinate through their skin. Huh. Is that they urinate through their skin, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yummy. <laughs> Doc uh, Mike would be all over that. Uh, that's that's porn for Doc Mike. <laughs> so the Chinese government slapped this woman with a fine of 18522 U.S. dollars, but in Chinese money, that's 125000 for illegally buying, eating a wild animal. There you go. So, but uh, well, that's actually, I think that's pretty good because I, I thought they'd just throw you in jail in China and throw away the key. But at least they're giving the woman an opportunity. I don't know if she's got that kind of money to to uh, to to not have to go to jail and just pay pay some money. All right, last one here on the pop goes the culture, and we'll we'll press on uh, and. A zoo director, I guess, wanted to have a really nice Christmas party, Danny, because the story on this is decided that they wanted to serve goat. So the zoo director has been accused of killing four pygmy goats and serving them at the Christmas party. (laughs) Slaughtered the animals and cooked them on the zoo premises, by the way. And and put those who ate them at risk, uh, according to the uh, the official. There, they were not fit for human consumption. But I guess nothing happened. Uh, where did this happen, Dan? You want to take a guess where this happened? Uh, I'm going to say Dallas, Texas. Dallas, but not not in the United States. This was not a U.S. story. The reason I say Dallas is their zoo there has been having lots of issues. Oh, yeah. Well, do they keep the lights on, unlike the airport at L.A., in L.A., where they turn the lights, the power goes up? This happened in Mexico. You like avocados? In Mexico, this happened there. In Mexico, there's a investigation. A southern southern part of Mexico at a zoo there, they noticed, they kind of realized, wait a minute, there's some animals missing. And they thought they had been sold off. Well, it turns out they weren't sold off. That they had a big end of the year party, and they cooked the they cooked the goats up. They're like, "Hey, let's go." Uh, I, I gotta think if you live in Mexico, though, if you you're from Mexico, you've got a better stomach than we have because the water there. We can't even drink the water when we go to Mexico, right? Yeah. So goats are nasty, though. Have you ever tasted goat's milk? I have not. When I was a kid, my mom made that uh, goat meat like one time, and it was disgusting. And it was like you know, lamb, baby goat. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out on that. But uh, no, what is lamb? What does lamb's milk taste like? 
oh, it's sour, nasty, really bad taste. There was somebody that my mom was friends with when I was a kid, and she had goats on their little farm, and she convinced my mom to take some bottles of the goat milk. And so my mom was like, oh, this is great. I could go back there and keep getting this milk from from this lady from my church group. And she found out quickly that all of us would be at the toilet barfing. <laughs> she continued to try to serve goat's milk. There's no such thing as free milk. Uh, it does not, uh, yeah. at least good tasting. All right, we'll get out. We have back scratcher. Let's do back scratcher. Now, we, we love when people write nice reviews for us on the Apple podcast page, the fifth hour Apple podcast page. So this week, Danny, did we get one, two, or none? I'm going to say we got two. You think we got two? All right. Did we get two? Let's see. Reveal answers. Reveal answers. Two. You got it right, Danny. Two. What did I win? Uh, Congratulations. You win a lifetime supply of nothing. And you get what Roberto got out of the FSR vending machine. Nothing. Did you hear about (laughs) that? Roberto wanted a tasty treat. So he put his money in. He punched the number. He punched the wrong number. It oh, was, no. Yeah, it was a slot with nothing, and nothing came out of the machine. <laughs> You're an inhuman monster! Uh, remind me to leave a Twix in an envelope for Roberto. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Robbie the Mariner fan writes in a show legend. Robbie says, audio art, truly audio art, a giant speaker playing this amazing podcast on a 24-7 loop should replace the Mona Lisa at the Louvre Museum. He says, PSF Blind Scott. Well, that's not nice. He's a terrible person and a fraud. Uh, That's from Robbie, the Mariner fan, taking a pot shot at Blind Scott, who does listen to this podcast at the end. All right, and one more. This one headlined Earbud Magic. It's from Sparty and says, if your earbuds need auditory stimulation, the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G is the podcast for you. This podcast needs to come with a warning, though. That's right. The fifth hour is addictive, like Jed who fled on meth. Drugs are bad. You will be hooked with your first ear sampling of this podcast, but pace yourself. For all three days of this foray into an auditory smorgasbord of information, backstories, non-sporto questions, and pop culture quizzes, uh, says Ben Mallers, the Michelangelo of the podcast world painting verbal masterpieces all weekend long on the fifth hour. So sit back, relax, and let your earbuds be verbally caressed all weekend. Uh, And then uh, he points out, Sparty, I think I missed a spot. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tongue bath right there, Danny. That was, uh, man. Tastes like a touchdown in your mouth. How dare you? He called you the wrong artist, though. You're more like Van Gogh uh, leaving airbud tips in your ear. Oh, I, yeah. Well, that was uh, that was the, the genius of, of Lassie. Well, thank you, Sparty. It's very kind of you. I appreciate that. And what you did right there is illegal in uh, seven southern states below the Bible Belt. Uh, That's illegal and also in Utah. So uh, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Dan, that's good. Anything you got to promote here? It's a Saturday. No football. Well, the Pro Bowl, but who's, you know, are you watching the Pro Bowl? I'm not. Well, yeah, because at 3 p.m. later today, they're going to have an airplane flying contest. And I heard that Tyler Huntley can make a sick-ass paper airplane. 
<laughs> That's why he was voted in. Just a tip in case you want to gamble on this with DraftKings. You know how many how many passes Tyler Huntley completed this year in the NFL? How many? 75. Oh, 75 man. the entire season. It's the first time in 48 years that a quarterback with less than 100 completions has made the Pro Bowl. Mid-1970s, and that was because the, the NFC had 13 teams. The NFL was 26 teams. They had 13 teams, and they ran out of quarterbacks. There were too many guys hurt, so they went to a guy that had completed less than 100 passes. This was intentional, though. There were other people that could have picked. Now, how concerned as a Raider guy, Danny, are you today? Because Derek Carr, he gets if, hurt. if he gets hurt, that's like a $30, $40 million injury if he gets hurt. A jump rope contest. How's he going to get hurt? I think what they should do, Ben, if they want to make this compelling TV, just have the silliest competitions that are known to man. Like, have them play marbles. Well, they, they're uh, doing like a water balloon toss, which is kind of silly, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll get out. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And we'll have a mailbag for you. It's Carolina Reaper Hot, that mailbag. And we'll get that to you on Sunday. Have a great day. And by the way, Derek Carr will find a way to get sacked. <laughs> All right. Pasta, pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.